0: Hello and welcome to English From The North, the podcast for learners of English at an intermediate or advanced level who want to enjoy their English with a little bit more of a Scottish twist. My name's Lewis and I'll be your host on this podcast. So let's get started, shall we? So who am I? Well, like I said, my name's Lewis. I'm from Dundee in Scotland. For those of you who don't know Dundee, Dundee is a city to the north of Edinburgh. I say city, it's a population of about Hundred and fifty thousand people, which I think in in many people's regards would be would be more of a big town than than a city. But for for Dundee, believe well for Dundee for Scotland, believe it or not, it's the the fourth largest city in Scotland. We are we are a small small but mighty nation. We would say. And so yeah, in this podcast, I'm going to be bringing you the English language with a bit of a Scottish twist. Why? Because. I am not just a teacher of English, I don't just have experience as a teacher of English, I am also a learner of Spanish and French, spend a lot of time listening to Spanish and French podcasts in in my spare time, conversational podcasts, and I thought, well, hey, you know, I I could do that as well, and I could bring this sort of uniqueness of my, my accent to the thing and add a little a little bit a little bit more for those of you who want to to listen to English as it's spoken naturally with a bit of a different accent because you know when it comes to learning English there's lots of resources in sort of English English and American English and there isn't really as much in in Scottish English and I know for some people that learning or learning or listening learning from Scottish teachers, listening to Scottish accents can cause some problems because it's something that people maybe aren't really accustomed to. So I wanted to bring that to kind of help you out, bring you my accent so you could you can hear it, you know, how it sounds, you can learn a bit from it, you can maybe learn some some language as well. But we'll we'll get onto that in a minute. So, first of all, a little bit of a backstory. Who am I? Like I said, my name's Lewis, I come from Dundee and I was born in Dundee, grew up in Dundee, went to school there. Didn't go to university originally in Dundee, I actually went to university in Glasgow. Glasgow is the the largest city in Scotland on the west coast, not the capital but it is the largest city. And originally I went to, to Glasgow to study, believe it or not, immunology, the study of the sort of immune system, how it fights diseases and all that. I was quite a, quite a, a, a science nerd in, in school, studied biology, chemistry and physics throughout high school. Went there, went to Glasgow, didn't really like it, got quite homesick, decided to come home came back to Dundee, was still studying science, and then realised that actually it was the science that was the problem, it wasn't just the, the living away from home. So I switched to study history, studied quite a mixture of history, a lot of Scottish history and also a lot of other history from other European countries, you know, Dutch history, a bit of French history and a lot of Spanish history. The Spanish history was was very important but we'll, we'll, we'll get onto that in in a bit. So I finished uni. in in 2020 and of course what happened in 2020 well the pandemic so I graduated just in time for the whole world to be shut down the whole world going mad there were no jobs I was sort of unemployed for sort of four or five months I sent out seventy five job applications I had six interviews and in the end the only place that took me was was a supermarket. It was a job that I'd done throughout uni to get a bit of extra money while I was I was doing my studies and so I found myself Working back in a in in a supermarket again, which you know, not a bad job. Got the got the money coming in, paying the bills, but it, it wasn't really what I wanted to do. So I was working away, and one day I kind of thought, hey, you know, I could I could teach English. I knew a bunch of people that I'd been at school with who had gone to China to teach English and other countries, and I thought, you know. I, I could do that as well, that's that's definitely something I could do. So I started studying online for my, my TEFL qualification, my, my teacher of English as a, as a foreign language qualification. Got that in a, a couple of months and then I started looking at places to go, started looking at, at jobs abroad. And the main place that really jumped out for me was Spain. And why Spain? Well, my family have a lot of deep connections with Spain. I was very fortunate that my mum's uncle, my great-uncle, I think technically, I'm never really sure when it comes to great-uncles and things like that, he had a house in, in Spain, in, in Santa Ponza, which is a, a small town in, in Mallorca. So we always went there on holiday because, you know, holidays are, are much easier when all you need to pay for is the, the flights and the spending money. So I've I've been in Spain, I've been in Spain, been to Spain, Um, I don't know. 13 13 times I think Uh, although a bunch of those times came after I'll get to that in a minute but yeah I think been to Santa Ponza eight or nine times so I always really had this this deep connection uh, with Spain so I thought well love the culture love the people I want to go there so I went to Spain lived in Madrid for a few months initially the company that I went out to work for well they to cut a long story short promised a job that they couldn't really deliver that they, they promised something and, and what they delivered wasn't wasn't what I had thought it would be. So I got another job, got another job with another company, teaching online and taught English online to Spanish speakers for, for a bit, uh, well, I say for a bit, for two years in, in, in total. And during that time, well, before I started going out, I started learning Spanish because I thought, well, I'm going to go and live in the capital. I need to be able to speak the language in order to be able to survive. So. I'm gonna gonna do that. I started learning the language and at the same time as, as becoming a teacher which, which helped a lot sort of knowing all the, 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 the grammar and stuff like that from being a teacher and I guess being a learner I was inspired by all of these all of these you know all of these podcasts that I've been, been listening to and, and I listen to a lot of a lot of podcasts nowadays as well so in Spanish you've got Podcasts like Fluent Spanish Express, Advanced Spanish Podcast, uh, Andalusian Spanish to Go, Espanol desde el Sur, which is by uh, a girl called Luna, who's one of my teachers of Spanish, so uh, she's <laughs> actually the one that gave me the inspiration for the name. So I, I have to thank her for the for the, the inspiration for, with 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 that. And, and yeah, I thought listen to all these podcasts, and not just in Spanish. I also I also speak French. I I started learning French at the start of last year, literally the first of January. 2023, because I was going to the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup in France in September, and I thought, well, I'm going to the Rugby World Cup, I should learn French. I already know Spanish, I've got quite a good grip on learning methods, what works for me, so this will be nice, nice and easy, nice and straightforward. I started learning French and my goal was to get to a level of sort of B1, and I'm going to use these, these terms like B1, A2, what does this all mean? These are the levels from the, the Common European Framework for, for language levels. If, if you don't know what that is, I'm planning on making a, a, an episode on that in, in the future so I'll be able to explain that more. But basically, to give you a very quick explanation, it sort of goes all the way from A1 to C2. A1 is beginner, C2 is like proficient, like near native level, never going to be exactly native level there's always there's always things to learn but it's kind of like you know near native level and typically to work in a country or to go to university in another country I know for example in France you need a level of B2 to go to university in France for 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 example like, there's the Spanish coming in it's it's really it's the languages in my brain it's all it's all a bit of a mixture so my goal anyway with the French was to get to to B1 before I went away And I studied really hard, I worked really hard, was putting in loads of hours, you're talking like three hours a day, and I started taking lessons, I started taking lessons almost immediately in the beginning of January, and how those lessons were structured I'll get into when I make an episode talking about my experience learning French, but I started taking lessons and then in the July I took lessons with, I started taking lessons with a new tutor. And I asked her, so what do you think my my level is? And she says, she said, oh well, it's it's definitely at the beginning of, of B2, which I was like over the moon with. I was very very happy because I was far above the the target that I'd i i hoped for. But I think it was really a payment for the or my not payment. It was my hard work uh, paying off. And so I kept kept learning learning French as well. listened to a lot of French podcasts, Le Français avec Fluidité, Inner French, the I'm Polyglot. By Lionel Jr. and again inspired by by these podcasts, how these these podcasts all all are, and that's why I thought, well, I could I could make my own with with what I know, with English. So, how's this podcast going to work? What's the the structure gonna gonna be? What we're we gonna look at? What we're we gonna talk about? Well, we're gonna obviously have a lot of 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 episodes where I kind of talk about myself, my life and, and, you know, how I learn languages and things like that. Because I think it's important that if you hear me telling my own story, you'll be able to acquire the language that's going to help you to to, to tell your own story. We're going to talk about, like, like I said, learning tips as well. I've got a bunch of learning tips. I've got a bunch of resources as well to share with you the, the things that work for me all my recommendations come 100% straight from the heart there's never going to be any sort of sponsorships from things i don't agree with you know duolingo doesn't work for me so i'm not going to recommend duolingo personally i would say you know try it if it works for you that's great but you know i i'm i'm only going to ever recommend to you things that i think kind of kind of work work for me but if you find other things work for you that's great as well okay you're you're in charge of your learning there's no wrong answer just you do what, what works for you. But I'll give you my recommendations and you can see if they if if they if they, if they work for you. Apart from the language we're also going to have a look at some other stuff. I'm going to try and do my version of sort of the history of like Scotland and the UK, kind of taken in the last 2000 years or so. I'm going to talk about sort of some important events in, in Scottish history, in British history, in English history, I think even the first one before we even get into the history will be a little look at the whole Scottish versus British thing, because I know it can be confusing for some people. We're also going to, kind of related to that, have a look at a lot of like culture, going to talk about, do a little tour of the towns and cities and things like that in Scotland and in the UK. So if you want to come and visit, you've got some recommendations. If you already live here, maybe you could explore some other places that you, you haven't been to before. But that's, that's definitely the kind of thing we're going to have a look at. And additionally, we'll have a look at sort of like general news and commentary, recommendations for resources, books, music, poetry, whatever, whatever kind of sort of I feel like I feel like would be, would be useful. But to all of this in a style that's sort of very natural, normal sort of spoken English, going to keep it as, as natural and as, as spontaneous as, as possible. The transcription, should have mentioned this at the start, I forgot, but there we are. The transcriptions will always be available in the link below in the description, so you can follow along and read along with the the episode. And if it gets too difficult for you, if one day you're like, oh God, I don't understand a single thing this guy's saying, take the transcript, put it into a translator like Deeple, translate it into your native language and read along, or a language that you can understand. Okay, It's, it's it's better to do that than, than nothing, you know. It's it, it it's whatever makes it easier for you understand is is just you know do do what works for you basically do what works for you you're in charge of your own learning you can do what works best for you but that's you know something I would I would 100% recommend if things are are getting a bit a bit too difficult but reading and listening at the same time as a general tip first general tip there reading and listening along together at the same time is fantastic it's something I do for Spanish and French and it's something that's really sort of supercharged my learning and and taken it to the next level So I think that just about covers everything for the first episode. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you'll stay with me on this journey. I look forward to to doing this. I look forward to to starting this journey. I hope you come with me and I'll see you again very, very soon. So thank you very much and bye-bye.